When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Manchester United Weekly Podcast as we're midway through a run of cup games, winning the first two, 3-0 against Senetien and 2-1 at Blackburn Rovers in the cup. We taught that, give our regular youth and loan update and look ahead to the second leg of that tie against Senetien and the EFL Cup Final on Sunday. I'm by myself this week for a bite-sized episode, if you like, uh, just because of time clashes with me and my usual co-host, Jack Tate. Let's start things off with Blackburn. It wasn't the finest of performances, admittedly, but there's something comforting knowing that in times of trouble, when we're when we're not at our best, we have that talent available in, in Paul Pogba and Zlatan Ibrahimovic, isn't there? Def, definitely not the best of games, as I said. And uh, Mourinho clearly wasn't happy by 60 minutes, although he did get eventually get that equaliser through Rashford. Good that we got that quite early on, and then we didn't have to wait until the second half for that equaliser, because it could have turned into quite a difficult tie had we still been 1-0 down in the second half. But j- just on that first goal, very quickly, a stunning ball from Mkhitaryan, who was, again, delightful to watch throughout the game. And that, that was obviously his most effective contribution and the best of his contributions, but there were plenty of other through balls like that throughout the match. that that I think it just adds to the fluidity of this United side. And I think the consistency of his quality is honestly still surprising people quite a lot. And people are realising that at 26 million, he is a, a genuinely brilliant buy for United at this stage. Uh, after initially not managing to break through into the side, as, as Luke Shaw is doing so now, and hopefully can come back from, we'll go on to that in a second. But Mkhitaryan has come back in and... Obviously, this is this is a very obvious thing to say, but he's doing fantastically. And at the moment, I think you'd say he's our best player, if not the most effective. But he certainly, I think, if you if you take any player out of the team, I think Mkhitaryan is the worst one to take. That's how important and that's how good he is for us at the moment. But the man who finished it, Marcus Rashford, got his first goal since the FA Cup third round against Reading. Um, and those two goals were actually is only two since September. Um, a, a good finish as well from Rashford, showing the the classic composure that we've seen uh, from him over the last year. Of course, of course, helped by Mkhitaryan's immense through ball. Um, it, I saw this from Henry Winter um, in the Times a, a couple of days ago after the game. It is important to remember just how young Rashford is. I mean, this is roughly the time we're going into that second leg against Senetian, as we'll talk in, about in a second. And Rashford started against FC Midtjylland in the second leg at this stage of the Europa League last season. So this is roughly the time when he made his United debut last year. And it's phenomenal to think about that, really, because he had such a huge impact and then went to the Euros, came back in. Now, I mean, it's just one year since then and he's still only 19 and maybe not huge amounts of game time at the moment, but he is learning. And especially by playing on the left. A lot of people don't like this, but he's definitely becoming a more intelligent player by being forced onto that left-hand side by Mourinho. And um, Mourinho seems pleased with his contribution and he Rashford was given a chance up front uh, before Zlatan came on on, on Sunday. And that, that was good for him to get that chance having been on the left for, for most of the season. I do see his future as a centre-forward, unlike Martialo, I think may end up on the left wing. 
as much as, as he'll dislike it. But Rashford is definitely learning, as many great strikers have done, from not playing in his natural position and, and learning how to view the game from a, from another role. So good for, good for Rashford to get some game time up front and to get that goal, a, a good confidence booster. Um, and yeah, Mikitair in the, the, the light to watch again, but not great for United. Definite improvements needed when we, when we play Chelsea in the FA Cup quarter final, which is, uh, probably Chelsea away at Stamford Bridge is probably the worst draw we could have asked for. I did, I did get a text from my brother who was updating me at the time. I've just been away in New York saying, uh, please not Chelsea. And, and then about five minutes later with Chelsea United. So I think, I think that displays the, the opinions of the United fans on that draw. But saying that, we were we were humiliated. I think it's fair to say four nil last time we went there in the league. Since then, things have changed a, a significant amount. Mkhitaryan's back in the side. Zlatan, who was I think he it, that was during the runway, scored just one goal in eleven. Move on to Zlatan in a second is now in in superb form. Paul Pogba has had a brilliant spell, then a little off spell, and is now starting to to sort of wind his way back into into some good form, just in time for the AFL Cup final. So things are very different going into this Chelsea game compared to the Chelsea game in the league earlier in the season. A huge challenge, of course, from the, the club that Mourinho labelled the Premier League champions already, um, even though it is February. But I think United have a, have a decent chance of getting that because despite having so much focus, we've got the EFL Cup final. As, as Mourinho said, we've got the Europa League round of 32 which we should be going through after after a good 3-0 win against Senetian in the first leg, which we'll, we'll talk about in a second. Um, Chelsea, meanwhile, as Mourinho has said, building up on the mind games already, simply have to focus on the league and they don't have to focus incredibly hard, although it, it's very easy to fall away from the top. They are in an extremely comfortable position. So the FA Cup is a, a chance for a second trophy this season, while United are the only English team, I think, still in four four competitions, having already won the Community Shield. Uh, let's let's quickly go on to Zlatan Ibrahimovic, labelled as as a Zlatrick by United. Um, of course, they they couldn't miss a chance to for a social media plug, and uh, I I think it's fair to say, and I think a lot of people will think this before before we go on to praise Zlatan, he could be on thirty or thirty five goals this season, and arguably should be on 30 or 35 goals this season in all competitions. And at the same time, of course, Pogba should have more assists because he's created a huge amount of chances for players like Zlatan um, and, and others like Martial and Rashford and even Mkhitaryan at times, especially uh, what was the game the other week against um, against Watford. We did eventually win, but Mkhitaryan missed a golden chance in, on the edge of the box. But, but while Zlatan Ibrahimovic could have done more at this stage, the sheer output, now 24 goals, which I believe is as many as Robin van Persie at this point in his first season at United, uh, that, that final title-winning season under Fergie, combined with the amount of games that Zlatan has played, the most of any Premier League player in all competitions, joint with Southampton's Nathan Redmond, and the mentality which Zlatan is, is helping to instill at our football club that's been missing for the last three seasons, a winning mentality. Other players on the pitch... The opposition fear him, but so do United's players. They both fear and respect Zlatan. So that when he comes onto the pitch, which at the moment is most of the time, whether you agree with that or, or aren't happy with how much Mourinho is playing him, they're boosted as well. He's also created a huge amount of chances. However frustrating it is that sometimes there's no striker in the box to finish those chances because Zlatan is the one creating them. He has been an immense player and an immense signing. One of the United's best signings ever, if we're talking about value. If you're including his high wages, 
It's not as if they're exceptionally high in relative terms, but in football terms, in elite football level terms, they're not huge amounts. And I think the the best stat I saw about this, obviously 24 goals, I think 18 goals in his last 20 games, that's, that's sensation in itself. But I think the best stat was that the goal against Blackburn was the seventh match-winning goal for Zlatan of the season, uh, with many more equalisers coming against other teams. So some suggest, going off the bare facts, not, not really considering the other factors, which are, of course, important, that United will be 11 points worse off in the Premier League without Zlatan, which is... Just just demonstrates his importance. Despite a a rocky patch in October, November, as I said earlier, that one goal in eleven games, eighteen goals in his last twenty games is a phenomenal record, and he now has more goals uh, with seventy four goals since the start of last season, which is more than both Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo. An incredible player that we have in our team, and yes, he could have done more, but stunning output so far, and hopefully this this incredible run can continue. That hat-trick against Senetian for Zlatan, good for him to get his first hat-trick. I think it's his 17th of his career, also an, another incredible stat. You can't have too many with Zlatan at the moment. Um, but that tie, as we'll, we'll go on to after our youth and loan roundup, looking at that tie, the, the second leg of that tie in Senetian away, which should be a very good away day for anyone going. Looking ahead to that, it's it seems pretty likely that United would have to do a great deal to mess it up and, and not be going through to the round of 16 in the Europa League. So another cup progress and, of course, Chelsea in the FA Cup quarterfinal. Now, it's been a mixed week for United's youth sides. The under-17s played a friendly in midweek, beating Burnley 7-0 in an extremely comfortable game. Goals from Nishan Burkhart, two of them for Burkhart, the Swiss strike we bought from FC Zurich last summer. One goal for a trialist, or I'll tell you more about in a second. George Tanner... Damani, Bugail, Melor, Callum Dolan and Jimmy Garner got the other goals. Um, as I said, a trialist from PSG was in action and performed well. He's likely to sign soon. Uh, we'll reveal his name when we're permitted to. But he, he uh, did play well, a box-to-box midfielder who is extremely powerful. And uh, good to see United continuing the signings as well as bringing up our own talent at that level. A couple of the under-18s were playing in that game. But it was a mainly under-16 side. The under-16s were beaten 2-1 by Blackburn at the weekend, with Jimmy Garner scoring United's only goal. The under-18s, meanwhile, gave away a 2-0 lead to lose 3-2 to Blackburn. In the penultimate game of the under-18 Premier League North Division for United, with a postponed fixture against Stoke still to come in early March. But their place in the top division of the playoff groups is already confirmed, with Man City as champions of the Northern Division unfortunately but they have definitely been the best side so united will play in the top division of the playoffs of the under 18 so that's uh, many more games to come which is good because this side is extremely exciting to watch at under 23 level though things are not so good other results and united losing 2-0 to reading on sunday means united are worryingly near the bottom of the table a win for leicester in their game in hand will put us bottom of premier league two Having won the competition last season in its old format, the Under-21 Premier League, this season's performances are stunningly contrasting and we could be relegated to Division 2 for next season. The side, the squad in general, the squad depth is appalling this season uh, and the side in general lacks quality in key areas, particularly up front, as we've mentioned before. No natural striker in the side. Next season, we should see these things improve. If United in Division 2, they should be pretty comfortable next season with players like Callum Gribben, now a fully-fledged under-23 player. DJ Buffon has just been getting his chance in recent weeks. And we expect Angel Gomez uh, 
Aidan Barlow even, although he's very young. Both of those players very young, but could get their under-23 chance next season with plenty of these players probably set to move on after this disappointing season. In low news this week, Andreas Pereira was busy on Friday night with a goal, an assist and a red card for Granada against Real Betis in La Liga. Sam Johnston, uh, United's goalkeeper, couldn't stop Newcastle scoring twice against his Aston Villa side in a 2-0 defeat. Joe Riley was an unused substitute for Sheffield United. Adnan Yanazai wasn't in action with Sunderland knocked out of the FA Cup earlier this season. And Guillermo Varela still isn't back from an ankle ligament injury for German side Eintracht Frankfurt. Now this might be a bite-sized episode but that doesn't stop us previewing the two cup fixtures this week. We're halfway through a spell of four cup games. Uh, the second leg coming up on Wednesday for Saint-Étienne away in the Europa League. Round of 32 with 3-0 up after Zlatan's hat-trick last Thursday at Old Trafford. Is it an insurmountable lead? You would think so. Uh, St. did cause United quite a few uh, few troubles. Their right winger, I've forgotten his name for now, uh, I think it's Roman Hamuma, did cause incredible trouble. And they did have a few chances to actually take the lead in the first half. And in the first half, they caused us particular problems. And they are a worrying prospect, but can they can they beat us by four goals? It would seem unlikely. The more important game is Sunday evening. A final at Wembley, a chance for another trophy. Southampton in the EFL Cup final. Weirdly, if we win, uh, I don't suppose this is w- this weird, but if we do win, and I, I'll tell you if I expect us to in a moment, uh, we will hold three trophies. Admittedly, one is the Community Shield, but despite being pretty awful in the last year, we, we may hold three trophies, uh, all three domestic trophies, that we could possibly have except the Premier League, which is obviously the big one. But still, Southampton obviously not an easy task. Uh, Strangely may have been easier to beat Liverpool and probably more satisfying, but I am expecting us to win on Sunday. I'm going. Uh, Trips to Wembley seem very common at the moment. I think this is the fourth in the the last year with the FA Cup semi-final, FA Cup final, Community Shield and now the EFL Cup final. We're we're looking good, although we do have Chelsea in the FA Cup quarter-final to keep on progressing in in the FA Cup and get to another Wembley final. But uh, as I said, Southampton beat Liverpool, although Liverpool have been in shocking form since the turn of the year in, t- in 2017. Southampton are, are definitely a side to be, to be met with caution. Not to be feared, but to be met with caution. Saying that, though, I do expect us to win. We, we, we have looked good in recent weeks, if not entirely convincing. I think the Blackburn game showed us that we're not we're not there yet and we we need to improve on that performance if we're if we're going to take home the EFL Cup as it's now known although I'd still like to refer to it as the League Cup uh, we do need to see a huge improvement on that performance and hopefully uh, we expect quite a few players to be rested against Senate and with that 3-0 lead but at the same time uh, I'd expect Paul Popper still to be playing and Zlatan who, who never seems to to not want to be playing to want to be rested but Rooney's being rested Shaw's being rested Although I, I, you can't really call Shaw being rested because he seems to be rested every week. Anyway, we should see a very strong side against Southampton in the EFL Cup final at Wembley and a slightly weaker one at Senetti. And that's all we have time for on Series 2, Episode 26 of the Manchester United Weekly Podcast. Sorry it's short this week and sorry it's just my voice for the last 15 minutes. Thank you very much as always for listening though and remember to keep subscribing and leaving us reviews on iTunes, Acast, anywhere you fancy or just send us some feedback on Twitter as a listener did last week and hopefully the sound issues that you talked about last week uh, have improved this week. You can find me on Twitter at at HarryRobinson64 
And for more from Jack this week, since you haven't heard from him, he's at UTD Tate. That's T-A-I-T. And our website is ManchesterUnitedWeeklyPodcast.com. Have a great week. Goodbye. Network.